0: Hey, ChipChat listeners. Last ChipChat challenge, we asked you to define cloud, and we got some really interesting answers. So we decided to continue on that track. With over 1 billion people and 10 billion devices added to the Internet over the next few years, we have a simple question for you. By 2015, what is the largest impact cloud computing will have on our lives? Why and how? To share your answer, go to intel.com forward slash server and click the Chip Chat Challenge link near the top of the page. We look forward to reading your answers. The challenge is on. Get posting. You're listening to Conversations in the
1: Cloud, a weekly podcast where IT leaders exchange insights about issues around cloud architectures for the data center. And now your host, Allison Klein.
0: Welcome to Conversations in the Cloud. I'm Allison Klein, and today we've got Senior Director with EMC's newly formed solutions group, Dave Nicholson, with us. Welcome, Dave.
1: Good morning. How are you, Allison?
0: I'm good. Thank you. Um, I know that you have a lot to talk to me about today, and we're just going to get started with the new solutions group at EMC. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that and what that means for the company?
1: Well, uh, we just rolled out at the beginning of June, uh, what we refer to internally as ESG, or the EMC Solutions Group. It is a centralized solutions factory for the company, and our eyes are firmly affixed towards the clouds, if you will. Our mission in life is to drive innovation, to make sure that our solutions design in the forward looking capabilities that will be needed to support cloud architecture in the future. When we look to the way we believe IT will be deployed and consumed in the future, it's going to look a lot different than it does today. This concept of storage and server and application becomes converged as we move forward. We think that there are some pretty clear attributes of this new environment in order for it to be successful uh, around the ideas of standardization, virtualization, and openness. As EMC moves forward, increasingly, we will be known as an IT infrastructure company and uh, not just a storage company.
0: We've seen some of the work that you've been doing in the Cloud Builders program around delivery of solutions. But what I wanted to talk to you about today was the announcement last week that EMC was a big part of, which was the Open Data Center Alliance's 1.0 delivery as well as the announcement of initial solutions provider members, including EMC. You took a leadership position in that group. Can you talk a little bit about how that furthers your efforts in the solutions group and what you're planning to do with that organization?
1: Over the years, we've looked toward this future of uh, cloud architecture, and and we've been working with companies in their own journeys to the cloud, if you will. And we see this trend toward CIOs increasingly becoming uh, service providers, within their own organizations. And uh, we see that without standardization and, in our mind, a virtualized, abstracted environment, an open environment, an interoperable environment, without those attributes, this whole cloud idea just isn't going to work. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mentioned our EMC Solutions Group driving innovation internally. Well, we can't do that in a vacuum. So the thing we're really excited about with uh, the ODCA, the Open Data Center Alliance, is this opportunity to interact, to get direct feedback when it comes to some of the ideas that we might put forward and to really leverage the combined wisdom of the hundreds and hundreds of really smart customers that are involved in the process.
0: When you look at the broader cloud market, what kind of response are you expecting in terms of the alliance's impact in in shaping cloud service offerings?
1: I think that a lot of this transition, this journey to the cloud, uh, hinges upon comfort levels being reached by customers, by end users, people who are writing the checks. I think this gives a lot of folks an opportunity to look at the combined experience and commitment and wisdom of hundreds of very large IT organizations and say, okay, we're introducing some sanity to this, what otherwise could be out of control momentum towards the future. And so I think that that's a very, very real aspect of this whole process is that that sense of comfort that it introduces.
0: And when you looked at those documents, did you feel like they had the right balance between allowing opportunity for industry innovation and differentiation of services and, and solutions and industry standards that drive acceleration in the market? Or were they going too far, or not far enough? What was your perspective there?
1: I'm not really concerned when I see a working group of customers come up with a recommendation that looks like it's turning us all into the same flavor of ice cream. Because I know that that isn't the way that things will end up. If we all adhere to certain guiding principles, there still will be room for differentiated value, and we can go out in the marketplace and compete with one another as providers, and everyone will benefit.
0: What do you think are the biggest changes that we'll see in the next 12 to 18 months? And what do you think might surprise you about the journey that the industry and our collective customer base is taking in terms of cloud?
1: I think in the next 12 to 18 months, we might be all surprised by the accelerated pace of the uptake of solid-state technology in this whole space. I think we're going to see flash technology becoming a lot more pervasive now that the ability to tier storage has become well-proven, for example. Uh, I think that there will be an accelerated pace when it comes to this whole concept of the hybrid cloud, being able to move data between your data center floor and a service provider, um, and I, I just I think that we're going to be surprised by the pace in general. I think things are going to be accelerating over the next eighteen months.
0: And when you talk about hybrid cloud, you know, the, well, going back to the ODCa for a second, they they wrote a lot of their requirements around uh, cloud services. But do you think that that's a a false indication that they're looking at public as their primary target, or do they just think that they've got a better handle on what they're doing inside their own data centers?
1: So I think increasingly what you'll see is um, some of these recommendations and guidance and standards that are coming out of the ODCA being deployed on-premises, on data center floors, preparing the on-premises data center so that it can link seamlessly with the public cloud. And and I would be remiss if I didn't mention EMC has some key technology here, a product called the VPLEX, this ability to move not only data but also workloads and their associated applications back and forth between your on-premises data center and a public cloud implementation seamlessly. Once these things are all firmed up, you'll see workloads shifting back and forth between the data center and uh, off-premises service provider data centers.
0: Well, Dave, thank you so much for being on the program today. Um, It was a very insightful conversation, and we'd love to have you back sometime.
1: Thanks very much, Allison. Appreciate it.